Hi, welcome to In Bed with Nikki. My name is Nikki, and if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we will explore experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who could be writing me. I could be writing about that pizza boy who delivered that pizza to that MILF next door that he's secretly banging when he walks in that door. I could be reading. I could be reading from that police officer that has a code word for a cat in the tree and he knows what kind of pussy he's going to get. <laughs> I could be reading even from the person lying next to you in that bed. Maybe they had a fantasy from long ago. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic fantasies you'd like to share, or anything else, please send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. You can also send them to me on Twitter and Instagram at DNikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. And by submitting a story and confession, you certify the following is true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape, sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. And you're releasing all rights to your creation. So. A week ago, I spent time with a British porno star and his friend. Well, wonderful time. We talked very dirty, as usual. But can you guess which one titillated me? Made me what? Made me want to ruffle my fingers through his hair. Find me over at Cold Collars Comedy this week. Actually, it dropped on Monday. And experience me in all its glory, of course. Well, not visually anyway. As we talk sex. Oh, and maybe a movie or two. And jokes. (laughs) Give Paul and Ryan some of your very undivided attention. Tell them Nikki sent you. Okay, so the little opening there where I talk about the police officer getting a a call with a cat up the tree. The idea came from, I was watching Murder, She Wrote, and anybody younger than, what, 30? (laughs) Actually, let's go 35. If you know what Murder, She Wrote is, it has Angela Lansbury in it, and she's a writer. And every town she goes into, somebody gets murdered, but she solves it. So yeah, if she shows up your town, just run. There was an episode where there was an officer in town, and he would get lots of calls during a shift with code words from these older single ladies and that's where I got that from. So I would love to know if for those in, if you're a police officer that listens or uh, emergency services or fire department or anything, do do you guys get code words for sex and you run out? Complete anonymity here, I swear, but I would love to know. <laughs> Just, I would really, really love to know. <laughs> How do we, you know, you know, or any other calls. I mean, I don't know 
if doctors still do calls out and stuff, at least not in my area that I'm aware of. So doctors, you're included as or any other profession that I'm not thinking of. If you get calls out to have it quote unquote sex, let me know because I, I find that would be hilarious. My kitty cat stuck. <laughs> My kitty is exclusively really wet and I need some attention. <laughs> I don't know. What excuse would you give to text somebody or someone in those services like they can get away and have a quickie? What would you put out there to say, I need some attention? <laughs> I mean, think about it. What would you do? What would you say? And what would your code word be? Mango. <laughs> I have a really ripe mango. <laughs> so again, keep the um, scenarios, the questions coming. I'm really enjoying reading them. And I've got a few for us today. Juniki, when I was still with my ex, I would regularly eat her pussy and cover my face with her juices, then go to work wearing it all day. It turned me on. Would you let your lover wear your juices or like him to? Would you wear his if he asked? Okay. Yeah, I would. Um, absolutely. But I, I work from home, so I don't know if that's a fair question to me. But yeah, there's nothing like um, going to sleep with him still dripping with you or you fucking right before an errand and and you go out to the grocery store and you can still feel him right there inside you or on your tits or wherever you put him in. It's like, I don't know, like a, I've just had great sex kind of thing. And, um, I'm his, he's mine kind of thing. Um, absolutely. If that's something that turned him on, that's an easy question for me. If he wanted to wear my juices all over his face or on his cock all day or his thigh, anywhere, fingers, you know, Absolutely. If that turned him on, absolutely. I would give that to him. Dear Nikki, I've always just wanted to go up to someone I know and just whip out $250 and just ask, will you have sex with me? But honestly, I feel I'd get charged or go to jail for that. I swear I just like sex. Could you or would you do that? Or would you be willing to ask someone with that scenario? Uh, pay for sex. No. Uh, I don't get it. So there's the, um, not that I'm in the marry me stage, but there's still kind of no connection. I have to have a, some kind of connection. And uh, for me, they're in that fantasy. There is none. Um, so no, this would not be a, for me, could be for you, but not for me. Um, so no, would I do it for 250 or money. Hmm. And I knew the person. Oh, yeah. I always feel weird about, um, usually when someone asks me about playing, um, I always don't, I, I try to live by the rule. Don't shit where you eat. That's why, um, when someone says they want to play with a partner or explore a fantasy, I always tell them to stay far away from where you eat. Don't shit where you eat. Um, it normally can't, you know, the further you go, the less likely it comes back to bite you in the ass. So, hey, okay. So if I, are we, if we're talking about an acquaintance, maybe, but I'd have to be like packed you haul ready and I'm leaving town the next day. So I'd never see them again. Kind of thing. 
Um, I've done the whole, but it wasn't for money, sex with a friend. And yeah, I have that story where it just, one, it was just okay sex. So it should have just, we just should have remained friends and the whole, I was just horny. He was just horny and it was just scratching an itch. And then it was like, eh, this is okay. I, I was good for him, he said, but me was like, eh, okay. Move on. How about them? Whatever down the street. <laughs> So uh, for me, no, um, I don't shit where I eat, but this is not my cup of tea. Ladies and gentlemen, what do you think? If someone offered you money, $250, I guess the money's not amount, as the saying goes, we all have a price. Would you and could you? Or would you rather be offering that to somebody? Would you offer money to have sex? And how much would you offer to someone that you know? Or maybe should we kink kink it up a dial just a bit? How much would you pay to live out your fantasy with someone you know? And I mean a fantasy that you would write in and tell me. That means someone you know, or friends with, would know what you desire. How much would you pay? And what is the receivee of getting the offer, how much are you willing to take? Hmm. It's a good question. I think I'd really want to know. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have some Woodford with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, Ashley and I were managers at different locations I had to work closely with her and her group, talking to her most every week. We would require attend business meetings together and a lot of times go off on our own for dinner or go places. Nothing sexual or romantic happened. I assumed she was happily married. Ash was gorgeous, 5'7", 125, curvy brunette, short hair, a Jessica Alba lookalike with a Linda Carter 34D body. She spoke with a sexy southern drawl and always had a pleasant personality. She was a joy to be around and I loved to hang out with her. She was confident enough in her body that she frequently wore low-cut workout fits and bikinis to the hotel pools we stayed at showing plenty of cleavage. She was an ultimate soccer mom, MILF. We would always be required to go out to eat with group after meetings. The restaurant was packed and we had a large group. So as a normal, we waited in the bar for our table to open up. Seats were limited. Ashley was sitting down drinking wine, and I stood nearby talking to her and the others. The bar was dimly lit. During the conversations, I felt a foot rubbing on my leg. Ashley was the only one within distance. I looked down as discreetly as I could, and she smiled at me. After we were seated throughout dinner, I would feel her foot rubbing my leg. To be honest, I was shocked because there had never been a time I was forward with her or nor she with me. I had previous work flings and I had wondered if she knew about them. We left the restaurant and went back to our hotel's bar, a normal thing for our staff, where the managers would basically sit and drink all evening. Ashley and I got up and played pool for a while. When it was time to leave, I wondered what would happen from here. Unfortunately, it was nothing that night. The meetings ended uneventfully, and I wondered what she was after. Several meetings came and went, and she would occasionally do the same thing, but nothing more. 
We were never in a situation to be alone without drawing attention. I never came on strong to my co-workers for fear of losing my great job. They were cracking down on such behavior. We rarely, if ever, traveled just the two of us. There was always bosses around who could fire us, so we were cautious. Finally, a technical conference came up at a five-star hotel in Florida. Ashley, John, and I were going. The conference started on Monday morning, so we arrived Sunday, and we were checked in by noon and headed to the pool. Ash looked hot in her little bikini, never one to hide her body. We took turns getting drinks for each other at the pool bar. As I was bringing back the round for my turn, two girls at the pool said, Where's ours? Bring them to our room, 803. Here's the key and started flirting hard. I'm not Brad Pitt, but I work out a lot and have a decent build, but I was kind of shocked that these ladies would be so forward in public. I said back, I don't think my wife, nodding to Ashley, would appreciate that. I brought her the drink, and she was glaring at the girl, said, Wow, quick thinking. I laughed and said, I wonder how many they've had. I hope it was okay that I borrowed you as my wife. She laughed and said, Sure, any time. You could tell she didn't appreciate them flirting with me. The rest of the week was fairly calm except for the occasional leg rubbing under the table. The last night, the three of us went to a great restaurant overlooking the ocean. John went to the restroom while he was gone. Ashley said, You want to go to the hot tub after we get back? I was in, of course. After I dropped them off, I went and bought a couple of bottles of wine, got dressed, and went down to the pool. Ashley was in the tiniest bikini I'd ever seen her in. The top barely covered her ample chest. I said, Where's John? I didn't invite him. She slyly grinned on her face. It was warm, sultry, cloudy Florida night, the kind you never know if it's going to pour down rain any second. Almost sexy if the weather can be sexy. We alternated between the hot tub and the pool while we were drinking the wine. No one else was around. We would have the occasional leg bumping, but nothing that was too obvious enough to me that I knew I wouldn't be rejected if I made a move. Finally, as we were talking, she looked me in the eye and said, I want to experiment sexually. Wow, I touch her on the cheek and kiss her deeply. Then I pulled her over my lap. I moved my way up to her soft breast and massaged through, through her top. After a lot of kissing, I remembered that really nice hotels have cameras everywhere and did not want us to end up in trouble. I said, let's go up to my room. And she agreed. Soon as we hit the room, all lust we had built up over one another poured out. I kissed her and we quickly got out of our wet suits. It was chilly, so we jumped under the covers. I started working my way down, spending lots of time with her beautiful soft boobs, the kind that gracefully flowed to the side when she was on her back, a real woman's body. She was softly moaning and pressing my face into them and telling me to suck on her nipples. Once I reached her pussy, I teased her for a while until she pushed my face on her clit and started grinding me. She was obviously getting close, so when I added my finger and rubbed her G-spot, she exploded and came hard. She rolled me over, went down on my cock, and quickly taking it all in her mouth. After a few minutes, she mounted me, first slowly sliding me in, then grinding me all the way down on it, riding hard while she kissed me. It only took a few minutes for her to build up another orgasm. She said the few times that she ever came with her husband would just be one time. She had never come more than one occasion. Now she was getting off every few minutes, and it didn't seem she would stop. We did every position you could think of. She even lubed herself up with some baby oil she had bought and asked me to fuck her ass. Of course, I was happy to. And she had her first anal orgasm. 
we would take breaks, get some wine, and start kissing and get aroused once again. While she was riding me a second time, watching her sweet tits jiggle, pushed me over the edge, and I unloaded in her very tight pussy. She played with the cum and licked it off of me. We must have gone on for a couple hours off and on. I would have never imagined this sweet girl would be so lusty and incredible in bed. She asked me to fuck her doggy style and watching her tits hang down and sway back and forth and her coming again sent me over the edge a second time. I wondered if I was going to be able to keep up with this sex kitten. We finished exhausted and laid in each other's arms and snuggled and fell asleep for a couple hours. We knew we had to wrap things up as we both had early flights and it was already 4 a.m. I walked her back to her room, kissed her goodnight. She said it was wonderful and I completely agreed. Likely the best lover I've ever had. We drove back to the airport the next morning with John and acted as though nothing had happened, but we would occasionally glance at each other with a smirk. That would be the last time I would see her. She ended up getting fired over having an affair with her boss. Several years later, we talked on the phone while she was looking for a job after we were both with new companies. I thought she would have been great for an open position we had and hoped we would get back together someday, but we didn't hire her. I brought up about what happened and she completely denied anything happened, which surprised me, but it didn't surprise me. Maybe she was really drunk and didn't remember. Maybe it was a risk to her marriage to think about it. I still remember though, and I bet she does too. Paul. Well, hello, Paul. Look at you messing with a coworker. That's kind of a nice buildup though. I mean, playing with somebody under the table and think about how many, it seems like they travel a lot. So think of how many times that she's bumped his leg or felt it or played with it or even just ran her hand up the inner thigh. Mm. But footsies, it has been a long time since I've played footsies with somebody under the table, but it is very erotic when you think and getting into the pool, teasing them when they, you know, that if she was in the pool with other coworkers besides him, and she was only playing footsies with him, let's, let's go on that presumption here. They all saw her. And if they were all men, and I'm, even if, from what I understand, everybody likes a great set of tits, it doesn't matter. I mean, even I will go, damn, I wish my tits looked like that. Um, I even have those moments. I may not think of them sexually like some people do, but I still can admire and acknowledge great tits. I can. So if a coworker started playing with your leg and she had the pair of tits that you're imagining right now, because we all know you have a pair in your head, wouldn't you? Would you have acted on it beforehand or been brave enough to do what he did? Would you follow through with it? Could you go more than twice like he did? Actually, he went twice, right? Yeah, twice. Could you do that? And would you want more? Or is this playing too close to home? You know, shitting where you eat. For me, I I think I can't speak for everybody and I'm not going to, but I have. And he turned a little crazy and actually he found me years later. And it was one of those, I can definitely tell he was a big fuck you <laughs> to whatever I was doing at the time and going through. Cause yeah, certainly no, no, no. Anyway, <laughs> I would really like to know, have you ever fucked a coworker? And then if you haven't, is there a coworker in your office that you have in your spank bank clip bank that you've been to your desk many times and thought about coming in them on them around them or even on their face, leaving a trail? I'd really like to know. Dear Nikki, it was all a blur that night. My wife 
her best friend and I were pushing a few drinks back and my wife said she wanted her and her friend to fuck me at the same time. They first blindfolded me and then I could recall feeling them both on their knees and one of them was deep-throating my member. The next thing I think I knew was one of them pulled me forward and I bent over and felt a tongue up my ass. I wasn't sure what to do at that point. Then I said, whoever did that is getting my cock in their ass. Next thing I knew, the blindfold came off and both of them said they wanted to be anal sluts. So I started my ass fucking my wife and her friend threw her pussy in my face. After a few moments, her friend pulled my cock out of my wife's ass and said, my turn. Before that happened, my wife cleaned off my cock with back for throat and told her friend the tool was ready for her. Finally, in the end, I ended up having one mount my face and the other in my dick, and we all finished, and then the second took turns cleaning me off. And then my wife and her friend decided to fuck until I was ready for another round. We still do this from time to time with our friend, for, and we've been doing this for over 11 years. Stephen. Wow. Okay. So again, with someone we know, ladies and gentlemen, if your wife came to you, your girlfriend, your partner came to you and said, we want to blindfold you and have our way with you. And during that way with you, their tongues wandered and licked your ass while one of them was sucking your dick. Would you explode before he got even further than that? Or would you do what he did, rip the blindfold off and explore her and her friend? Hmm. Do you even think of the scenario? And would you want it to go there? Or would you want your first woman, woman, triad, threesome, whatever we're calling it here, to be with a complete stranger? Or do you find the fact that your wife, lover, partner finds her best friend sexually attractive, but they didn't touch here? It sounds like she was saying, I trust my friend to run, run, you know, fuck your dick kind of thing. I had a regular once that they actually lived this. Um, The wife's best friend is married to um, a very tiny dick of a man. And, um, (laughs) he's supposedly, well, he is, no, I've seen it. He's well endowed. And occasionally, you know, twice a month, she comes over to get pounded. Could you do it? In either one of these scenarios, the wife and her best friend come to you and say, fuck us together. Or the wife says, Hey, I really feel sorry for my best friend. She's married to a guy that doesn't please her. And he has a tiny dick. Will you fuck her please? Cause I know you're amazing. Gentlemen, ladies, could you, would you? Hmm. Answers no on my part. Sorry, gentlemen. <laughs> there's the, well, first of all, there's my best friend is absolutely fabulously, satisfiedly, happily, 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 happily. And secondly, no, um, mine would have to be if I ever went and we've said, discussed this many, 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 many times. No. But if I was to ever go this route, she'd have to live in like Timbuktu and us drive there and we never see her again. So, but then again, she'd never touch your dick. Dear Nikki, 
Almost every week, my Friday evenings were spent counting the minutes at work until I could get off and start the weekend. As a part-time hostess, I often worked shifts between meal periods and every second felt like an hour. With sparse customers, I'd often get stuck in a long-winded conversations with regulars who were mostly older men starved for conversation and attention. By 5 p.m., things were picking up a little by the bar and a large group of business professionals filtered in after finishing a seminar at the hotel. It didn't take them long to get loud and sloppy, and I noticed the leers and smiles through intoxicated eyes of a lot of men as I moved through the crowd to grab empty glasses. It makes me kind of uncomfortable when they sometimes make explicit moves while I'm working, so I do my best to be polite and stay close to the hostess stand. About an hour later, we got a room service order, and since the staff was busy, I decided to take up the bill and bag myself. I took the elevator up to the 11th floor, knocked on the door. A man who looked at his late 30s with hazel green eyes opened the door, and I recognized him from the party downstairs. His button down was rolled up at the sleeves and his hair looked a little disheveled, but even in this state, I could honestly admit to myself that he was quite attractive. He smiled warmly at me and then did a quick look over while taking a step back. Come on in and leave the bag for me on the table and all while I grab my wallet. I entered slightly into the foyer and placed the items on the table right by the entryway as he walked back. He signed the bill and then tried to tip me, which I refused as the hotel had a no tipping policy. Come on, you can't expect me to let you go without anything at all. How about I pay you for another service, which isn't part of your job as the hostess? You can uncork my wine and pour my wine for me, as well as lay out the food. Honestly, I was pretty bored giving the pace of my shift today, and the man didn't give off creepy vibes, so I was like, what the hell? I'll amuse myself for a bit and then head back down. I entered another step and into the hotel suite, and the door clicked shut behind me. I'm a pretty girl, 5'3", 100 pounds, and was dressed in a strappy top with little cleavage and a skirt and tights. He sat on the left seat and pulled the dining table closer, gesturing for me to proceed. I uncorked his bottle, something I'm not at best at holding the bottle at an odd angle meant I accidentally sprayed a few splashes on my chest and top. He laughed, and then out of nowhere, I felt his fingers graze the top of my chest to wipe off the drops. Then he brought him to his lips and sucked the small drops. At this point, I realized that our interaction was probably going to go up a notch and sent a mental timer to head back so I wouldn't be missed for long. I was enjoying the thrill of being up here and couldn't tap out of whatever I wanted. I continued pouring for him and he asked if I could lay out a glass for me to join him. I refused because I was still at work. Hmm, I'll have to catch you another time for us to indulge some more. At this point, he started asking me questions about my life, what I was studying, and how it felt to be working at the hotel. He told me he noticed me at the restaurant a few times this week and was working up the courage to strike up a conversation. I asked him why he was here. He disclosed it was for work, and he was here till Tuesday. At this point, he was still seated, and I was standing in front of him, and he reached out with his hand on my lower back to pull me closer. I'm sorry for being so forward but I'm really fucking turned on by you. We can stop whenever you want, but I'd love to see what's under that top. 
He said as he reached for his wallet again. He pulled out $200, laid them on the table, and his hand slid a little lower. It was a kind of a turn-on by him, and even though I didn't care for the money, it added some thrill to the situation. I told him I'd take off my shirt, but he couldn't touch me. His response was to reach out and pull my straps down, and I saw his eyes widen, his mouth part, as he relished at the sight of my perky 34C cups. My front hooking bra was tight in all the right places, and the cut showed half my boobs and hid my nipples right under the fabric. I could feel his self-control wavering as he moved his hand resting on his thighs. I enjoyed the sight of him being in awe of my body, so I took a step closer until I was standing between his legs. He looked up at me and said, A hundred dollars more if you let me unhook the bra and get a squeeze, please. It's only going to be a few more days of me being out here before I return to my family and my wife and I have been going through a rough patch. I don't like to be a home wrecker, but the poor guy looks so desperate and his personal life was clearly his own decision. Plus, I wasn't going to let get things get too far anyways. So I nodded and his eager hands pulled the bra to the sides and he squeezed my tits with all his might. His face moved closer to my chest and he flicked my nipples and rolled them with his fingers. I couldn't help but let out a small moan at the sight of him admiring me. Please let me suck them. Two hundred if you sit on my lap and let me play with them. I agreed to fifteen minutes and told him I had to head back downstairs or else I'd get into trouble. He grabbed my right butt cheek and pulled me onto his lap and his mouth wrapped around my nipple hungrily. He sucked and kissed me all over my chest, leaving small marks of his attacks. I could feel his heart on through my skirt, and the motion of him moving around created friction between us, which he seemed to enjoy. His mouth felt insane on me, as my boobs were very sensitive to pleasure, and I was loving his keen attention. He licked one nimble as he pinched the other tight. By the time he was done, my chest was flushed, nipples erect, and sore, shiny, and wet. He had unbuttoned his pants and was slowly stroking himself as I got up to recompose myself. He watched me dress myself and I added some extra flair as I rubbed my bruised titties and I heard him gasp. I could tell he was tempted to ask me to stay longer, but I put my bra and top back on and stepped towards the door. He asked for my number and whether I was not working any day this week because he was local to the city and wanted to go out for a drink. After our antics today, I was charged up on adrenaline and felt like it could be fun, so I gave him my contact details and took the money he offered and headed back down. We met twice before he left and had a fabulous fucking time. Stephanie. Well, Stephanie, I before reading your story, I didn't think of the money aspect making it an arousal thing. Like I just said, I don't think I could take money to have sex. But in this situation, I, as I'm reading this, I'm like, I could see where this was a little more, a little more. And it heightens that arousal and it makes you go, well, let me show you this, you know, and it's a little tit for tat. And I could see where it heightens and it makes you sexy and it makes you very, because I actually was getting aroused on this side of the microphone. So ladies and gentlemen. If you were in this situation, would you? 
Or would you walk out the door and politely, politely decline and walk out the door? Or would you, like she did, show a little more and show a little more? And by that time, he had offered so much, or she so much, gentlemen, feeling the hands on your body. At what point would you want them to feel? And at the end, when she could clearly tell, he was very tempted to ask her to stay. Would you? And would you want more money? Or would you be so aroused that you wouldn't care? That's my question. And also, I really want to know what the fabulous fucking time when they got together two other times. Let's finish this story here. Was more money involved or was the sexual tension just so much you gave in? And all the little bitty details, please. (laughs) I really want to know. Dear Nikki, back when I was in college, my girlfriend and I were studying in the library. We were using the college messenger so we wouldn't be making too much noise. While we were chatting with each other, our messages were becoming spicier by the minute. I was telling her I wanted to do her that night. By telling her what I wanted to do, my erection started to grow, and a few seats over, I saw my girlfriend's nipples poking through her shirt. A plan was formed in my head. The only thing was I had to convince my girlfriend. I thought about sending a message, but it thought it would be a better plan to walk over to her. When I arrived at her seat, I put my hands on her shoulder and started a massage a bit. Her head tilted backwards a bit to let me know I was doing a good job. And then I whispered in her hair that I wanted to fuck her. Her head turned and she looked me in the eye and smiled. She asked how and where I wanted to fuck her. I told her in that bathroom would be a good place to start. We agreed on not leaving together and just leave our bags where we were sitting in our place or our place would be taken. We went to the third floor because it was a bit more quiet to the other floors. We decided on the girl's bathroom. My girl went in to see if the coast was clear. And after a few seconds, she called in and saying nobody was there. We closed the door and locked it. I started kissing her, feeling her body all over with my hands. Because she was wearing a skirt, I had easy access to her panties. From the moment I touched her pussy, she became a feral cat and was kissing me more aggressively. As we knew it would be nothing more than a good quickie, I pulled her panties down with one of my fingers and tested the water. She was soaking wet. My girlfriend started to open my pants and pull them down. My dick jumped out and she stroked it with her hand and smiled. I turned her around and she grappled the wall as good as she could. I lifted her skirt up a bit and entered her with my hard cock. A little moan escaped her, which turned into real moaning as I started pumping her against the wall. We took a step backwards and so she could bend over a bit more. With one hand, I grappled her thigh and with the other, I pulled her hair She growled as I pulled her hair backwards. She was standing a bit more, so I let go of her hair, and with my left hand went looking for her boobs. I lifted her shirt up and wrestled my hand under her bra until I had my hand around her tit. I decided to unhook her bra for easy access. Then I grappled her with her other tit with my right hand and started playing with her nipples. My girlfriend held on to the wall with one hand, and the other went for her clit. She started fingering herself as I was fucking her from behind. I couldn't hold it any longer and started coming in her pussy. While wave after wave of my cum filled her up, she kept fingering herself until she came. She fell against the wall to rest a bit 
as I pulled out of her, my cum was dripping on the floor. Because her panties were on the floor of the bathroom, she refused to put them back on. I didn't argue with this. I pulled up my pants and she put the rest of her clothes back on the way it was. As we exited the bathroom, I gave her a kiss and said I would never forget this. Years later, I still remember fucking my college girlfriend in the bathroom of our college library. Stefan. Hello, Stefan. That was hot. I always wanted to fuck in a library. It is actually on one of my to-do lists. So, bucket list, I should say. To-do list, bucket list. One and the same, maybe? I don't know. Have you ever fucked in a library? Have you ever fucked in your college library? Or any other library? (laughs) I... There's just something sexy about libraries. Maybe I think part of, for me, it has, you have to be quiet. I cannot be quiet during sex. I like to hear my partner as much as I like my partner to hear me. So I would need a really good ball gag or something in my mouth or my hand over my mouth. There's just, yeah, I'm a bit loud. Um, I think my current lover can attest to that. What do you think? As that said, have you ever fucked in a library? Would you fuck in a library? Now I feel like um, Dr. Seuss, would you, could you, would you, right? (laughs) What would it take for you to fuck in a library? Would you want to do it in the bathroom or one behind like the glass, the doors, the research doors and stuff and pull the curtain? I think, I don't know. I've never done it in a bathroom, but... Have I ever done it? No, I've never done it in the bathroom, but there was something kinky about doing it in the library bathroom. Yeah, I don't know. Just me. What do you think? Could you? Would you like to do it in the library? I really know you would. (laughs) I think this is a perfect place to stop for today. I want to thank you for joining me. And if you have any erotic confessions, anything else you would like to say, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram on D Nikki and I kick one six two. You can also send them to Nikki and I kick at dear Nikki.com or under the confessions tab at dear Nikki.com. And if you like the show, leave a positive feedback anywhere you find your other favorite podcast. And in closing, you know, I snuck in the other night, sneaking into bed with you, crawling under the covers putting your nice hard dick in my mouth and giving it a nice very long lick. Did you like it? Did you like the way I rolled your balls in my hand? Licking that sweet spot right below? Of course you did. Because I loved how you fucking grabbed my ponytail. (laughs) Maybe we should do it again. What do you think? I'd really like to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, Bye for now.